Welcome to the Everyman News Network, where three regular-ass guys explain how news affects our lives and the lives of other regular-ass people. I'm your host, Brandon, a regular-ass real estate agent. As always, I'm joined by Brett, a regular-ass grant writer, and Petey, a regular-ass exterminator. Brett, what is in the news today? All right, so this week... um... I want to talk about the the stimulus package that is not happening yet. Um, I don't think anybody's talking about that for some reason, uh, just because the election's so close, I imagine. But this is pretty damn important to a lot of people, so I figured we'd try to be the only people to talk about it. Um, <clears throat> but first, we've got three news stories. Two of them are fake one is real, and PD's going to guess the real one. Don't try to trip me like you did last week. <laughs> no. <laughs> straight up. Straight up this way. I, two of them are certainly fake. Alright. <laughs> one. Nancy Pelosi continues to demand a $2.2 trillion stimulus bill that includes... $1,200 payments to individuals, payroll support for small businesses, $600 a week federal unemployment enhancement, and housing assistance. Trump and Mitch McConnell stand firm with their counteroffer of only $500 million, which only goes to the PPP plan, Paycheck Protection, which is what the businesses were getting. All right. So number two... This week, Ben Sass, a uh, Republican senator, had a telephone town hall with constituents, and he said the following about Donald Trump and about the aftermath of Donald Trump. <clears throat> the debate's not going to be, Ben Sass, why were you so mean to Donald Trump? It's going to be, what the heck were any of us thinking? that selling a TV-obsessed, narcissistic individual to the American people was a good idea. We are staring down the barrel of a blue tsunami. So, okay. a Republican senator trashing Trump, saying that we are going to get our asses kicked. And number three, <clears throat> at a rally in Michigan, I always got to have one rally story. Mm -hmm. At a rally in Michigan... Trump denied any blame for the militia plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. He said, quote, the lamestream media thinks I had something to do with those men wanting to kidnap her. What a joke. If I had told them to do that, they'd be doing way more than just kidnapping her. Jesus. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, a, that's a real bad look. That last one. Um, but I can see him saying it. Ah, shit. It's all, I don't know. Number two is hard for me to think that a Republican is going to go say anything negative about Trump. Uh, they are a cowardly people. Yeah. And Pelosi, I just, I don't know anything about her in the stimulus package. I keep hearing things about it, but I don't know where she stands on it at all. 
Um, shit. That's, maybe it's hard every week. It don't get any easier. Thank you. Last week when I couldn't get it wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you can play. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to say number one is true. That is incorrect. Um, Number two is true. Ben Sass really said all of that. He said a hell of a lot more, too. Really? It'd take me all night to read it. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he went off. I was fairly impressed with him. Um, So, yeah, that one's true. Um, Number one is false. Uh, The plan, as I described, Nancy Pelosi having is accurate. Um, But what's interesting, and this is what I want to talk about a lot, because this is absolutely fascinating to me. And it's weird that the news hasn't reported on this, because I literally just found out about this shit today reading a CNET article, who normally reviews fucking electronics and stuff. They're the ones telling me this. Uh, So Pelosi wants the $2.2 trillion, like I said. Um, McConnell uh, and the Senate Republicans are standing fast at this tiny fraction, you know, this 500 million. Trump actually is very, very close to what Pelosi wants. They're pretty close to one another. Um, Trump, Trump's plan is 1.8 trillion, and it includes, uh, from what I'm saying, Nancy would say something different, but from what I'm saying, pretty damn similar. Uh, their two plans. So. We'll we'll talk about that more in a minute, but that that's fascinating to me that the divide is more between Trump and McConnell here. That is surprising. Um, but. Yeah, and I, I there's that just could mean a bevy of things. Uh, but like I say, we'll get into that. And finally, uh, yeah, Trump did not say that about Gretchen Whitmer. That he absolutely could have, but no. <laughs> Just not yet. not yet. I would have not, not have been yet. surprised. One, one iota. Well, that's the point. I can write about fucking anything on these things, and it's believable. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Silvers, what do you what do you make of this, the fact that McConnell and Trump is divided. What's your like gut reaction to hearing that? Because you you might be hearing about it just now too, because it's not been in the news much. That I, that is true. I am. Um, first of all, that's fantastic. Um, but I think that kind of goes along with with what I've been thinking about how the Republicans have been using Trump to push their agenda. And they don't really care about him. And he clearly doesn't care too much about Republicans outside of he loves the support and the the fanboying over him. Um, and I think it also shows that he's worried about the election and how mm-hmm. his I'm not going to do a stimulus package until after the election, how that l- turned out. So I think he's getting a little nervous, whereas Mitch is like, well, I'm going to keep pushing this shit from here on out. Doesn't matter if you're there or not. Yeah. I figured. Yeah, you said that. Go ahead, Peter. Well, I figured he would hold on to the stimulus package thing just to 
try and push it out like right before the election, depending on how he was doing to try and gain voters. You know, it's like, oh, I did all this for you. You know, vote for me now because I did this for you. You know, just. Yeah, that that makes sense for sure. Um, And I'll say that I. I don't know if I'm being critical or not of Nancy because she might be right to do this as as evil as it is kind of. I, I think she is she's not wanting to give Trump a win. You know, she knows if they do this one point eight trillion dollar package, that is good for him. Yeah. Yep. And it's it's tough because you're you're messing with a lot of people's lives, but is four years of Trump worse for you know, four more years than you know, withholding this help from people? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly don't know which thing is best for the country. It is tough because um, I, I do think of all the issues, this is the, the interesting one that she's finally digging her heels into. And so I am on the same page as you. Like, this is crazy to do when so many people are suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, I do understand. I honestly, they could have, they sh- could have, and should have passed something else way before now. Yeah. So that's on the Republicans, but it is crazy that this is where Pelosi is going to dig her heels in, especially when it affects a ton of what would make up the Democratic base. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um. Now to fully just be fair to her, she. She has said that because Wolf Blitzer got on her about this exact question. You know, why would you know you're not that far apart? Why wouldn't you take the White House's deal? Which, to be clear, does not mean it would go through because McConnell's still standing in the way. But um, yeah, she when asked when or why she doesn't take uh, Trump's deal, uh, she says, "Well, even though even if the dollar figures are close, his plan excludes a lot of things that are very important." Like I say, I don't, I don't see it. I'm looking at the main bullet points of both plans, and there's really not a whole lot of difference. Uh, looks like Trump doesn't want the want it to be six hundred dollars a week unemployment. He wants it to be like three or four hundred. Um, but then he's instead of only five hundred dollars for each dependent, Trump wants to give a thousand. So you know, hmm. again, I I don't see. I don't see enough of a difference to just dig your heels in and do nothing. Hmm. I, I think it's political on Nancy Pelosi's part. It absolutely sounds that way. Yeah. It, so, so assuming that's the case, what do we think about that? Is she right to, you know, to withhold? I mean, is she what <laughs> d- d- delaying it another three weeks? Maybe just well, you know, you know the election. It's really pro- it's that's really what's it's about. Just get delaying it through the election at this point. Yeah. Well, if that's all it was, then I would be. Well, I I, I might be totally fine with it as it is because I I truly think another four years of Trump might be that damaging. But yeah, uh, I don't I don't know that it's not stopping it until February because wh- why would if Trump's a lame duck, why the fuck is he going to try to keep pushing for it? He don't give a shit about anybody. You tell me he's going to lose and just be sitting in there waiting for Biden to come in. He's like, oh, I would love to help all these starving people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Trump stinks for everybody. <laughs> and, I uh, think that, that's a good point. Um, I do. I do think that I don't see him doing anything if he loses. I think he just sits up there, just trying to figure out how to get out of paying all his debt. Yep. <laughs> so, what Silvers? What do you think? Just that. Is it worth it? If if indeed this is delaying aid until February, is Pelosi's gambit here justified? I mean, it's a hell of a thing to do. Um, but we've been waiting. I don't even remember when the last stimulus went out. It was so long ago. Yeah. So it's just more of the same. Um, but there are so many people really, really struggling. Mm-hmm. But you make a good point. How much do those same people struggle the next four years if Trump's president? Yeah. I, I think is this is what's so shitty about politics, too. I think as, as messed up as it is, I think you just kind of have to grit your teeth and go through with it I agree. for the greater good. I agree. That's not very every man of us, but that's, I think, it's the right <laughs> thing to do. You know? <laughs> So what is the yeah, plan? Just... Is, is like the stimulus. I, I get like some people are on it. They're getting unemployment, but there's also just the regular last time they sent out like 1200 bucks just to, to everybody. Yeah. So, that's, that would happen again. Yeah. So um, what's the, what's the point of giving everybody 1200 bucks though? It didn't really help. I mean, I mean it helped me. I mean, it helped me, but it, like for the person that, you know, has to make rent or whatever that it, that twelve hundred bucks that's not gonna make their their rent or their mortgage payment. It gets them a month. Yeah, a month, but you know that's I mean? just one. Maybe two. Maybe two. But that's just one payment. That's not right. That's not really helping them. Yeah. So what? What are we really doing other than just throwing money that's not gonna? Well, my, I think it is, and they call it a stimulus check, and I, I think that's what it is. I think it's more for like an economic boost. I don't think it's really as much to save a household from becoming homeless or something. I think that's what the unemployment enhancements for. Yeah. Uh, I think the $1,200, like if I got the $1,200, I'm going to go buy me a fishing boat. You <laughs> know what I mean? Uh, so, but, and that's going to help Cabela's out like they fucking need it. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's the idea. It's, it's like an economic thing. Yeah, I, I get that, but are, is that really going to boost the economy that much? I mean, I mean, that's a lot of people spending twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. What are these? I didn't spend. I mean, I, didn't, it, I mean, I used that twelve hundred dollars last time as a down payment on the on the property, uh, uh, but I didn't really need it. I could have done it without it. But my the point, like most people, are just going to pocket the twelve hundred dollars and just let it sit in their bank account. That's what most people will do that don't need that aren't in financial hardships. Yeah. People that are smart with money aren't going to that are just going to they're not just going to go out and buy frivolous things because they got an extra twenty twelve hundred bucks sitting around. Yeah, this is where we could use an economist <laughs> because, I mean, I guess if it depends on how you look at the economy, Trump's got you thinking that the economy is the stock market. So that's confusing. But as the economy as a whole, 
is it good for the economy if if people are just putting that into some sort of investment tool? I, I would think it it is somehow. Yeah, I mean, if you're actually using it for an investment, that that is. But how many people are actually? My, my I guess my point is, how many people actually are going to do that? Well, um, wealthy people, when they get any of these things, they tend to. This is why tax cuts for the wealthy is stupid, and tax cuts for middle class is smart. Um, whenever wealthy people get something like this, yeah, they usually just invest it, and middle class people usually spend it. And I mean, it's not like there. There's a middle ground between spending it frivolously and like, oh, thank God this $1,200 showed up. I wasn't going to eat this week. You know, there's, right. oh, my, my kid needs a laptop for school. You know, like, that's something you need, but it ain't food either. Yeah. You know? And I do think the, the money didn't go to you if you made over a certain amount, and it, it was, it went Correct. down last time, if yes. I'm remembering correctly. It was yes. years, it was a decade ago this happened. <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard for me to remember all the details. But I would guess that the majority of people who got it needed it for something. Right. Now yeah. the business, the PPP loan, that's where that's the most the of real scamming happened. Well, that's the thing that, I mean, businesses really need help most right now. If we're yes, going to survive this at all, but, but the businesses who were getting it last time, like it wasn't means tested at all last mm-hmm. time. People were just getting it, and it was just free money. Yeah. Like, I think, because I'm pretty sure every business in the country applied for it, but I think, like, like I think the Lakers got approved for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's several, like, big companies like that that were still, they got approved. Or the Lakers were one, and I can't remember who. Because I'm sure everyone applied yeah. for it. And so we just heard about the big ones. But, I mean, you can't you can't do that. And I think from what I was seeing with the new ones, they were going to have it to where it was like a little better regulated because that's insane. And the money ran out before the businesses who needed it got it. Yeah. I mean, you think just in practice, who's going to have the capacity to immediately jump on the application when this shit comes out? It's not the two person small business who's, you know, working their asses off and struggling to get by, you know what I mean? No. Uh, so, yeah. Now, and, and that is Mitch McConnell's plan is the only, they call it, they're calling it the skinny plan. It's only $500 million. Um, He is, the, his plan would only give money to that, the, the, that, that program. That's the only thing that McConnell wants to support. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you've got that. You've got the twelve hundred uh, stimulus checks that we talked about, and then there's the the unemployment, which is, of course, you know, your unemployment comes from the state, but this is extra money from the feds. I th- I think they like you got you. I don't see McConnell's plan going through and people not losing their minds. Yeah, because it's the only plan that has the ability to like benefit people who don't need it you know yeah which is, is very on brand for mitch mcconnell so i respect <laughs> yeah. his, consist- his consistency yeah with being satan <laughs> uh, 
but uh, I, man, like I said, I, we've made it this far, I guess, since the last one. But I do know I don't see how many businesses survive in the next couple months. I think I was reading the stat the other day where since the pandemic started, 40% of African-American businesses have closed for good. Jesus Christ. And it's affecting those communities, like uh, the Latinx community and everything. Like Those are the ones that are really getting hammered because there's already no wealth in those communities, so their, their uh, margin for error is so slim. So it's really tough to make that decision to where you just have to tell all these people well, just hold on. <laughs> yeah. But Ed, how well do those businesses do if we get four more years of Trump? Right. Uh, well, I, I think I don't know how the country as a whole survives it. Like our our democracy, it's just gonna has a you know it, it could just go away. I mean, yeah. he's gonna fully have all of his lackeys in power. Um, like every, every, like he's got Bill Barr now. Everything's going to be like that if he gets another four years. The only good thing we have to look forward to is um, he might just bankrupt us and we just have to start all over again. It's pretty, we're pretty like close. one of his businesses. Yeah. yeah. Just to build it back up, maybe the IRS or someone will do it right the next time around. But um, – no, it's it's insane. I can't believe we've waited. I've said it for I don't know how many episodes. How he should have been, he should have put his face on like a thousand dollar bill and went out passing them around. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that. Yeah, it seems like that's what he wants to do now. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's Mitch McConnell standing in his way more than anybody, which is very interesting. I, yeah, what what do you think that means? Okay, this is... I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it means that Republicans know he's not going to win, and they don't need to really do anything with him anymore. <laughs> that might be why Sass came out and said all he... All yeah. His... Sassy comments. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, McConnell can kind of go back to just being his old self and just, you know, being an obstructionist and not wanting to spend any money unless it's on a tax cut for billionaires. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think that's what that indicates. So, I mean, in a way, I think you could read the tea leaves and say it's a good thing. That does make sense, and that is fantastic news. I mean, the polls, I know the polls last time also tricked us, but they've been so consistent and so far away. Yeah, I mean, we're well outside of any margin of error now. I mean, everything I'm saying just sounds, everybody's talking like it's over, like Republican and Democrat alike. It's like a foregone conclusion, which kind of worries me a little bit but yes well, i did that with hillary too kind of but not as much i don't think well i'm and, seeing reports of like a ton of people showing up to vote already yeah which i would think would be better for democrats over anything republican anytime more people's voting is better for democrats there's 
Never been any question about that. Which was exactly why Republicans love to suppress yep. the vote. Because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> nothing says patriotism like not letting your citizens vote. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, I, I don't know. I, that is a good thing. I'm guessing what really did it, if he does end up losing, is going to be this pandemic. Oh, without a doubt. Like he's yeah. just I mean, really dropped the ball here, even worse than every other terrible thing he's done. Yeah. Well, I guess if we had would have had a podcast earlier in his tenor, we would have discussed this. But the average person just wasn't really affected by any of his bullshit up until now. Um, when he's extorting Ukraine. Average person don't give a fuck. What do they care? You know, it, it's unprecedented and it's terrible and it's undemocratic and all that shit, but it doesn't affect the average person. The Russia shit for sure didn't. And it was confusing as hell to the average person too. Yeah, but, that was incredibly dumb. We'll yeah. hopefully he loses and we can do a full recap podcast on everything he's done. But yeah, that no one cared. That was just a big the Democrats laid an egg with that. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, this right here, good luck not being affected by it. Yeah, exactly. And I, and it's pretty simple. I think to understand that he did bad because you see these other countries that have just knocked it out of the park, you know, like Taiwan has had seven fucking deaths, Jesus. you know, and they're close. They're like, they're across the. They're a boat ride from China. My fishing boat. I'm going to get from Cabela's. I can get to Taiwan. <laughs> <from China. laughs> and they've had seven deaths, you know. Um, and uh, Fareed Zakari this week had a, just such a good description of it. Um, he said that the, Taiwan's main guy, this like over the disease response, was educated at an American university. He went to John Hopkins. And all of the uh, contact tracing technology they use over there was made in America. Hmm. So, Lord help us. They've got seven deaths, and yeah, I know it's so. <laughs> and I th- yeah, it's not hard to see if I mean when you're America and any country is doing better than you at something, that's that ain't right because we're supposed to be the best country. You know, I still fucking believe that, and then most people do, I think, and. You know, that's easy to understand when we're struggling at something that somebody did something wrong. Moving to Taiwan. Exactly. And I, yeah, that's where we need to go. And uh, New Zealand, they've been crushing it too, haven't yeah. they? I yep. think they did yep. just have yep. an outbreak, though. Probably caused by Americans. Yeah. <laughs> Their outbreak was probably like 25 yeah. people got it. Yeah. Because it was, it was like, <laughs> and they all survived. I think. Yeah. I don't know because it, it is it's one thing to vote against your own self-interest and own the libs when it's like something you can't really see <laughs> like taxes yeah. I guess it's another thing when it kills your grandma yeah so yeah. I do think and, and you lost your job and your your granddad lived but now he can't breathe without all kind of machines so I think I think Trump really and all he had to do was just treat it like 
like he treats anything Democrats do and just blow it way out of proportion and jump out in front of it yep. <laughs> and exaggerate its effects. And we would be back to normal watching football in stadiums that are packed and doing all kind of American things like that. So he really, I don't see, it is amazing to me. I hope someone writes a, a huge book on this. That's not Bob Woodward. I'm sure. Um, like several, somebody's will. Just uh, talking specifically about dissecting his reasoning behind why he would downplay it when there was – you can't downplay – you can't just lie your way out of a virus. Yeah. I think he – I think he just viewed the stock market as his like be-all, end-all indicator and he – he didn't want to ever close anything down, you know. He wants so he wanted to downplay the virus, uh, just basically so it would never hurt the economy. Which, if you're if you're looking at just the stock market, he kind of did that because the stock market's still doing pretty damn good. It certainly bounced back, uh, but as we see, yeah. But as we see, that doesn't matter, um, and it'll bounce if this if one of these uh, stimulus bills go through, it'll bounce back a lot again, but. People, people see that the stock market and the economy are not the same thing. Well, I mean, how many average everyday people are invested in the stock market? Yes, it's under half. So even keeping that pumped, just who's it affecting? Like at a certain point, I don't know. And you're right. That's even more reason for him to stick another stem because anytime we get close to, oh, we might get a stimulus, it, it shoots up again. So I'm not shocked yeah. that he keeps trying to push that through. But, um, man, if he just had any kind of sense. But he doesn't. So I think this, <laughs> this you're getting – this makes my point earlier a little sharper, what you're getting into now. So if if the election was close and, I, and Republicans thought that they had a chance for Trump to win – I don't think Mitch McConnell can stand in the way of Trump's stimulus bill, you know? I mean, Pelosi would probably have more incentive to hold it up or whatever, but, you know, McConnell, I think he'd bite the bullet. And, you know, he doesn't want to spend a lot of money, like I said, unless it's a big tax cut. But um, I think he, if he thought that it would help Trump enough to I – mean, it would help him, but if it was close enough to where this boost would – get him over the hump and win the election, I think McConnell would be willing to do it. That is a good point. He just, you know, he sees it's, you know, they're on the sinking ship. There's no reason to invest anything else. Well, you wouldn't get any kind of pushback from any Republicans on anything other than from what Trump was saying if they actually believed he had a chance of winning. Yeah. Right. I mean, they've got their, uh, they've got their Supreme Court, not their third Supreme Court nominee, you know, and they've got their big, huge tax cut a couple of years ago. Um, so I think they feel like we've got what we wanted out of this presidency. Now let's let's get let's let somebody else come in there and we can obstruct them and not let them do anything. I mean, they certainly exceeded expectations with with Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that I mean, they. Because, like we've said before, Trump clearly isn't a Republican. He doesn't line up with them on a lot of classic Republican issues. But 
yeah, they uh, they got what they wanted. They their number one thing they always want is a huge tax cut, a windfall for millionaires and billionaires, and they got that. And then their fucking justices that they love so much, uh, they got three of them. So this is this has been a successful four years for classic Republicans. Just amazing. <laughs> and yeah. But hopefully hopefully it's <laughs> Yes. <laughs> if it, I mean if it's not it will be pretty soon cuz well the earth will boil over and we'll all die that way so. Yeah. One way or another it ends soon. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? I think I'm good. I guess we just go go buy your boat just in case. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you gave me the idea for that book. I'll write that book as soon as the present is over. Then I'll start I'll start plugging it every five minutes on here like most yeah. people do on their podcast. Yes. By the way, uh, I wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every answer you go do an interview. Every answer is. Uh, if you read in my book, 